The underground laboratory was a maze of cables and metal, bathed in the dim glow of flickering fluorescent lights. At its heart stood a colossal structure, the time travel device. This machine, resembling a fusion of a particle accelerator and a colossal computer, was the culmination of years of secretive research. The team of scientists clad in white lab coats huddled around the control panel. Their faces, illuminated by the soft blue light of the screens, were etched with anticipation and anxiety. The lead scientist with a trembling hand initiated the final sequence. The machine began to hum, a deep, resonant sound that filled the room and vibrated through their bodies. It was a sound that seemed to blur the line between science and something more arcane. As the digital clock on the machine's interface ticked down, the air in the center of the room shimmered as if heated by an invisible flame. The scientists held their breath, eyes fixed on the phenomenon unfolding before them. Then, at the exact moment the clock hit zero, figures began to materialize. They were ghost-like, their forms wavering like heat waves on a hot day. These entities, the Chronophantasma, were echoes of future humans, brought into the present by the machine's manipulation of time. They moved with an unearthly elegance, drifting across the room, their limbs and features blurring and reforming like watercolour paintings caught in the rain. Their appearance was haunting. Transparent and luminous, they seemed to be made of light and shadow. Their features were elusive, changing whenever one tried to focus on them. It was like trying to watch a dream while awake. Some wore what seemed to be futuristic clothing, while others were adorned in attire that defied contemporary fashion hinting at the enigmatic nature of the future they hailed from. The scientists stood in a mix of awe and fear. This was uncharted territory. They had aimed to breach the boundaries of time, but they hadn't expected to encounter these spectral ambassadors of the future. Their presence raised countless questions. Were they mere projections or sentient beings? What was the nature of their existence? One of the apparitions turned its gaze towards the scientists, its eyes seeming to pierce the very fabric of reality. It was a moment of profound connection, a silent acknowledgement of the monumental event that had just occurred. The scientists, despite their rigorous training and skepticism, couldn't shake off the feeling that they had just witnessed something that transcended scientific understanding. The room was filled with a palpable sense of wonder and trepidation. They had succeeded in their experiment, but at what cost? Had they opened a door to an incredible new realm of knowledge? Or had they unwittingly invited something they could not comprehend or control? In the aftermath of the groundbreaking discovery, the underground laboratory was charged with a tense, expectant energy. The scientists, still grappling with the reality of the chrono-phantasma, watched with bated breath as one apparition began to distinguish itself from the others. This particular entity moved towards them with a purposeful glide, its form less stable than the others. It flickered intermittently, like an old television struggling to maintain a signal. The air around it seemed to crackle with an invisible electricity, distorting the space it occupied. Its features, though blurred and constantly shifting, conveyed a sense of urgency. 
As it reached the center of the room, the apparition paused. Then in a voice that resonated through the laboratory, it spoke. The voice was an eerie amalgamation of sounds, as if multiple voices were speaking in unison, but slightly out of sync. It had a metallic, echoing quality, making it seem as though the words were coming from a distant, unknown place. Beware the Red Dawn, it said. The message was as brief as it was cryptic. The scientists exchanged looks of confusion and concern. The term Red Dawn was enigmatic, open to a myriad of interpretations. Was it a metaphorical warning, a reference to a specific event, or a symbolic representation of a future catastrophe? The team immediately sprang into action, attempting to engage further with the apparition. But as quickly as it had stepped forward, the entity began to dissolve, its form breaking apart like mist in the morning sun. Within moments, it had vanished completely, leaving behind a charged silence. The laboratory erupted into a frenzy of activity and speculation. The scientists debated the meaning of the message, each proposing different theories. Some thought it might be a warning about a celestial event, perhaps a solar phenomenon. Others speculated it might be a metaphor for a political or military conflict. The ambiguity of the message made it difficult to pinpoint its exact meaning. Despite the uncertainty, one thing was clear. The apparitions were attempting to communicate warnings from the future. This realization was both exhilarating and terrifying. The possibility of foreknowledge was a powerful tool, but it also carried immense responsibility the scientists were acutely aware that interpreting these messages incorrectly could have dire consequences. They began to comb through historical and scientific data, looking for any event or phenomenon that could be linked to the phrase Red Dawn. Teams were assigned to analyze the apparitional data, while others focused on enhancing the time travel device to facilitate clearer communication. The revelation of the Chronophantasma and their cryptic warning once confined to the secrecy of the underground laboratory, soon found its way to the public domain. It started with leaked footage, grainy, shaky images that captured the ghostly apparitions in the lab. This footage, once uploaded to the internet, spread like wildfire. Media outlets around the world picked up the story, broadcasting the eerie images of the flickering entities with sensational headlines. The apparitions, with their translucent forms and otherworldly presence, captivated and terrified viewers in equal measure. News programs ran special segments, replaying the footage in loops, each time highlighting the ominous words, Beware the Red Dawn. The impact was immediate and overwhelming. Social media platforms were inundated with posts and discussions. Online forums and chat rooms buzzed with theories and speculations about the apparitions and their warning. The phrase, Red Dawn, became a topic of intense debate and analysis. Some interpreted it as a sign of an impending natural disaster, perhaps a volcanic eruption or a catastrophic solar flare. Others speculated about more esoteric possibilities, like a reference to a biblical or mythological event. The scientific community attempted to provide rational explanations, urging calm and rationality, but their voices were drowned out in the growing tide of fear and speculation. 
conspiracy theorists had a field day, with some suggesting that the apparitions were harbingers of an alien invasion or signs of a government experiment gone wrong. The sense of dread was not just confined to the digital world. In cities across the globe, people looked to the skies with apprehension, half expecting to see some harbinger of doom. The stock markets fluctuated wildly as investors reacted to the uncertainty. Emergency services reported a spike in calls from concerned citizens. Religious and spiritual leaders offered their interpretations, some seeing it as an apocalyptic warning, others as a call for moral and spiritual renewal. The phrase Red Dawn became a symbol of the unknown, a representation of humanity's deepest fears about what the future might hold. It tapped into the collective anxiety about the world's precarious state, environmentally, politically, and socially. In the midst of this global frenzy, the team of scientists found themselves under intense scrutiny. Their work, once conducted in the relative obscurity of their laboratory, was now the subject of global attention and speculation. The pressure to decipher the apparition's message grew exponentially, as did the urgency to understand the full implications of their time travel experiment. As public panic escalated over the Chrono Phantasma and their ominous warning, government agencies swiftly stepped into the fray. Within hours of the leaked footage becoming a global sensation, black SUVs and unmarked vehicles converged on the once secret underground laboratory. Agents clad in dark suits quickly cordoned off the area. They set up surveillance equipment, their antennas and satellite dishes creating a high-tech perimeter around the lab. The scientists, who had dedicated their lives to research and discovery, suddenly found themselves under intense scrutiny. The government's primary interest was the time travel technology. Officials from various agencies, some in uniform and others in civilian clothes, poured into the lab. They demanded briefings on the device, its capabilities and the nature of the apparitions. The scientists were inundated with questions, requisition forms and demands for demonstrations. This government intervention was justified as a matter of national security. The authorities were particularly concerned about the potential misuse of the technology. They feared it could be a tool for espionage, warfare or worse, if it fell into the wrong hands. The implications of communicating with future entities were profound and unsettling. Could this technology predict or even alter future events? The potential risks and benefits were staggering. The scientists found themselves in a difficult position. On the one hand, they understood the government's concerns and the need for oversight. On the other hand, they were researchers, driven by curiosity and the pursuit of knowledge. They feared that government control could hinder their work, subjecting their scientific pursuits to the whims of bureaucrats and politicians. Tensions mounted as the government sought to assert control over the research and the lab. Meetings often ended in heated debates, with scientists passionately arguing for the integrity and independence of their work. The government officials, however, remained unmoved, citing the need to protect the public and national interests. The lab, once a haven for scientific inquiry, became a contested space. Scientists were monitored, their communications scrutinized. 
Every experiment, every piece of data was subject to government review. The atmosphere in the lab grew strained and anxious as the thrill of discovery gave way to the weight of surveillance and control. The laboratory, now a nexus of scientific urgency and government oversight, buzzed with activity as the team of scientists worked around the clock to decode the apparition's warning. The phrase, Red Dawn, had become a puzzle that consumed their every waking moment. The lab was filled with a palpable sense of determination, each member of the team poring over data, running simulations and theorizing possible meanings. The breakthrough came unexpectedly. One morning as the first light of dawn crept into the sky, the scientists noticed something unusual. The sunrise was not its typical golden hue, but instead a deep, ominous red. This rare atmospheric phenomenon caused by a specific alignment of particulates in the atmosphere immediately resonated with the team. The phrase Red Dawn suddenly took on a literal meaning. Rapidly connecting this observation with their research, the scientists uncovered a potential environmental catastrophe. Their simulations suggested that a chain reaction of events, triggered by a combination of natural and man-made factors, was on the verge of initiating. This reaction had the potential to unleash a series of environmental disasters, ranging from massive wildfires to the breakdown of critical ecosystems. Realizing the gravity of the situation, the scientists urgently communicated their findings to the government. Despite the tensions between them, the shared threat of an imminent disaster facilitated a temporary truce. The government acted swiftly on the scientists' warning, mobilizing resources and coordinating with international agencies to mitigate the risk. Emergency measures were implemented. Controlled burns and firebreaks were hastily set up to prevent potential wildfires. Sensitive ecosystems were monitored and protected, with emergency teams on standby. The public was alerted and advised on safety measures, though the specifics of the warning were kept vague to avoid further panic. As the sun set on what had been a day of intense anxiety and frenetic activity, it became clear that the disaster had been averted. The environmental chain reaction that had threatened to spiral out of control was successfully contained. This event marked a significant turning point. The warning from the Chronophantasma, once an enigmatic and unsettling message, had proven to be accurate and potentially life-saving. The success in averting the disaster lent credibility to the apparitions and their warnings. It was a validation of the scientists' efforts and a sobering reminder of the power and potential of their time travel technology. The event also shifted the dynamics within the laboratory. The government's perception of the scientists changed from wary overseers to reluctant collaborators. The team had demonstrated their expertise and the vital role they played in interpreting the apparition's messages. In the heart of the laboratory, amidst the tension and frenzied activity that had become its new normal, a significant breakthrough was brewing. One of the scientists, whose fascination with the apparitions had grown into an obsession, had been working tirelessly on a revolutionary project. This scientist, a brilliant mind with a background in linguistics and computer science, had developed a specialized interface designed to bridge the communication gap between the present and the future. This interface, 
A sophisticated amalgam of software and hardware was the result of weeks of meticulous work. The scientist had analysed the audio recordings of the apparition's fragmented speech, identifying patterns and anomalies. Using advanced algorithms and machine learning techniques, the scientist had created a programme capable of translating the distorted, echo-like utterances of the chrono-phantasma into coherent language. The device itself was an intricate setup of microphones, speakers and screens, connected to a central processing unit. It resembled a high-tech command centre with its array of blinking lights and scrolling data. The centrepiece was a large, transparent screen designed to display translated text and facilitate real-time communication. The moment of truth arrived when the team gathered around the device for its first test. The laboratory, usually filled with the sounds of equipment and hushed conversations, was eerily silent as everyone focused on the interface. The lead scientist activated the system, and the room waited with bated breath. As an apparition materialized within the laboratory, its usual indecipherable murmurs were captured by the interface. The room watched in awe as the ghostly figure's fragmented speech appeared on the screen in clear, understandable text. The words were simple but profound, a message from a future that was both mysterious and imminently relevant. For the first time, the team could engage in a two-way conversation with the chronophantasma. The scientists took turns asking questions and the apparition responded, its messages slowly unravelling the tapestry of future events. The conversation was cautious, each side trying to understand the other. The apparitions, it seemed, were just as curious about the scientists as the scientists were about them. This breakthrough was more than a technological marvel. It was a window into the unseen and a bridge across time. The interface provided unprecedented access to information about potential future events, insights that could be used to prevent disasters and guide humanity. The success of the communication interface transformed the dynamics of the research. The scientists, once dependent on interpreting vague warnings, could now engage in direct dialogue with the apparitions. This advancement brought a new level of understanding and interaction that was both exhilarating and daunting. As the team delved deeper into these conversations, they began to unravel the complex web of cause and effect that governed the future. They learned of potential disasters, technological advancements and societal changes. Each revelation brought new questions and responsibilities. The scientists were no longer mere observers of the apparitions, they had become active participants in a dialogue that spanned across time. The laboratory had transformed into a crucible of high stakes and high tension. The scientists, now regularly communicating with the chronophantasma through the newly developed interface, had grown accustomed to the surreal experience of conversing with echoes of the future. Each session with the apparitions provided valuable insights, but also raised new questions and concerns. The atmosphere in the lab was a mix of scientific fervour and underlying apprehension. During one such session, the air in the lab was thick with anticipation. The scientists huddled around the interface, their eyes fixed on the translucent screen, waiting for the next apparition to appear and impart its cryptic knowledge. 
The room was filled with the soft hum of machinery and the occasional murmur of conversation. Suddenly, the familiar shimmering form of an apparition coalesced in the centre of the room. This entity, like the others, was a distorted silhouette of a human figure, its features blurred and wavering. As the machine captured its speech, the words appeared on the screen, each letter materialising with an ominous inevitability. The end begins in darkness. The message sent a chill through the room. It was a stark, foreboding statement, different from the previous warnings in its gravity and conciseness. The scientists exchanged worried glances, the weight of the message sinking in. This wasn't just a warning about a specific event or disaster. It was a prediction of a global catastrophe, a beginning of an end. The apparition dissipated as quickly as it had appeared, leaving behind a heavy silence. The team immediately sprang into action, their minds racing to decipher the meaning behind the message. The end begins in darkness. The phrase was analysed, turned over and dissected from every possible angle. Some scientists theorised that darkness could be a metaphor for a widespread power failure or a collapse of global communication networks. Others speculated about more literal interpretations, such as a catastrophic astronomical event that would block out the sun. The possibilities were numerous, each more unsettling than the last. The urgency of the situation was not lost on the team. They knew they had to act quickly to prevent this foretold catastrophe. Task forces were formed, each focusing on different aspects of the warning. One group delved into astronomical data, searching for any anomalies or potential threats from space. Another group focused on analysing global energy grids and communication networks, looking for vulnerabilities that could lead to a darkness of a technological kind. The government, already deeply involved in the project, escalated its support and resources. Military and intelligence agencies were brought into the fold, providing additional expertise and manpower. The laboratory became a hub of intense activity, with scientists, government officials and military personnel working side by side, often around the clock. The world was about to witness an event unprecedented in human history. The phenomenon that had been confined to the secretive confines of the underground laboratory was about to manifest on a global scale, altering the very fabric of everyday life. It began without warning. Across the globe, in major cities from New York to Tokyo, from London to Sydney, people were stopped in their tracks as ghostly figures, the chrono phantasma materialized in broad daylight. These apparitions, echoes of future humans, were no longer elusive shadows confined to a lab. They were now a stark reality, visible to the naked eye of the startled public. In Times Square, tourists and locals alike froze as translucent figures appeared amidst the neon lights and billboards. In the shadow of the Eiffel Tower, Parisians witnessed these spectral forms emerging, their ghostly presence in stark contrast to the bustling city life. In Tokyo, the apparitions appeared among the dense crowds crossing Shibuya, creating a surreal tableau of past, present and future. Each apparition was unique in appearance, yet they shared the same ethereal quality, their forms shimmering and flickering like a mirage. Their presence was silent but overwhelming, 
commanding the attention of everyone around them. The air around these entities seemed to vibrate with an unseen energy, as if they were broadcasting their existence on an unknown frequency. And then they spoke. In each location, the apparitions delivered parts of a message. It was as if they were collectively piecing together a complex interlocking warning, each part integral to understanding the whole. Their voices, though distorted and echoing, were audible to all who were near. Some spoke in riddles, others in clear statements, but all conveyed a sense of urgency and dire importance. In London, an apparition near the Thames warned of waters rising and time running out. In Beijing, a figure spoke of the sky turning against us. In New York, amidst the cacophony of the city, the message was about the stars falling silent. Each message, though different in wording, painted a picture of a global catastrophe, a tapestry of doom that was being woven in real time. This mass apparition event, as it would later be called, was a turning point. It was no longer possible to dismiss the chronophantasma as mere scientific curiosities or technological anomalies. They were now a part of the world's reality, delivering a collective warning that transcended borders, languages and cultures. The impact of the event was immediate and profound. The world's media, already fixated on the phenomenon, went into overdrive, broadcasting live footage of the apparitions and their messages. Social media was flooded with videos, photos and first-hand accounts, turning the event into a shared global experience. Governments, caught off guard by the scale and visibility of the phenomenon, scrambled to respond. Emergency meetings were convened, scientists were consulted, and the public was urged to remain calm. The scientific community, including the team at the underground laboratory, was inundated with requests for explanations and guidance. This global manifestation of the chronophantasma marked a critical juncture in human history. The warnings, now delivered to a worldwide audience, could no longer be ignored or misunderstood. The race to decipher their meaning and prevent the impending catastrophe had become a global effort, uniting the world in a common cause like never before. The mass apparition event had galvanized the world into action. In an unprecedented display of unity, governments, scientific communities and international organizations came together, setting aside political and ideological differences to confront a common existential threat. The world recognized that the messages from the chrono-phantasma transcended national borders and individual interests. They were a warning to all of humanity. This global effort was coordinated through a series of emergency summits and virtual conferences, where world leaders, top scientists and experts in various fields convened to strategize and share information. The United Nations played a pivotal role in facilitating this collaboration, establishing a special task force dedicated to the chrono-phantasma phenomenon. One of the first challenges was to compile and analyze the messages delivered by the apparitions around the world. Linguists, cryptographers and data analysts worked tirelessly to decode the cryptic warnings. Each message was treated as a piece of a larger puzzle, with teams cross-referencing and combining them to form a coherent narrative. As the pieces came together, a disturbing picture emerged, 
The messages pointed to potential disaster zones and timelines. Some warnings were specific, mentioning particular geographic locations or environmental phenomena, while others were more abstract, requiring deeper analysis and interpretation. Armed with this information, scientists and experts in various fields began to assess the risks and devise countermeasures. Meteorologists, geologists, environmental scientists and other specialists pooled their expertise to understand and prepare for the potential disasters. This effort was supported by governments around the world, providing resources and mobilizing agencies to act on the scientists' recommendations. In parallel, a massive public awareness campaign was launched. The aim was to inform the public about the situation without causing panic. Clear, concise information was disseminated through various media channels, explaining the nature of the apparition's warnings and the steps being taken to address them. Emergency preparedness protocols were reviewed and updated, and communities in identified risk zones were given special attention. This coordinated global response also included technological and scientific initiatives aimed at better understanding the chrono phantasma. Research teams around the world worked on improving communication with the apparitions, developing new technologies and methodologies to interact with them more effectively. The goal was to gain clearer insights into the future and potentially avert further threats. Political leaders, who had often been at odds with one another, found common ground in their desire to protect their citizens and the world at large. Scientists from rival nations shared data and research, breaking down barriers in the pursuit of a greater good. As the global effort to interpret and respond to the warnings of the chrono-phantasma continued, a team of scientists at the original underground laboratory made a startling discovery. Their analysis, driven by a need to understand the full scope of the apparition's messages, led them to a profound and disturbing realization about the true nature of the threat they were facing. While studying the data from their time travel experiments and the patterns of apparition appearances, the scientists began to notice anomalies that could not be explained by their existing theories. The behavior of the apparitions and the nature of their messages suggested something far more complex and dangerous than initially believed. Deepening their research, the team delved into the realms of theoretical physics and quantum mechanics. They consulted with leading experts in these fields, sharing data and collaborating on advanced simulations. What emerged from this intensive research was a chilling revelation. The time travel experiment had inadvertently caused a fundamental instability in the time-space continuum. The apparitions, it turned out, were not just messengers from the future. They were manifestations of a fracturing reality, symptoms of the time-space continuum beginning to unravel. The time travel device, in its operation, had created microscopic ruptures in the fabric of space-time. While initially insignificant, these ruptures had begun to expand and intersect, creating a cascade effect that threatened the very structure of reality. This revelation shed new light on the nature of the apparition's warnings. The disasters they predicted were not just random or isolated events, they were part of a larger pattern of destabilization. The end that the apparitions warned about was not merely a series of catastrophic events, 
but the potential collapse of time and space as we know it. The implications of this discovery were profound and terrifying. If left unchecked, the instability could lead to a complete breakdown of the laws of physics, resulting in unpredictable and unimaginable consequences. The very fabric of existence was at risk. Armed with this new understanding, the scientists urgently communicated their findings to the Global Task Force. This information dramatically shifted the focus of the global effort. In addition to preparing for the forewarned disasters, they now had to find a way to stabilize the time-space continuum. The task was daunting, requiring a level of scientific innovation and collaboration that was unprecedented. The world's brightest minds in physics, engineering, and related fields were brought together to devise a solution. They explored a range of options from shutting down the time travel device to developing new technologies to repair the ruptures in space-time. In the wake of the harrowing revelation about the time-space continuum, the global scientific community, now facing an unprecedented crisis, convened in a series of urgent meetings. The atmosphere was tense, the weight of the situation palpable in every discussion and debate. After exhaustive analysis and deliberation, a daring plan emerged, a plan that was as risky as it was necessary. The scientists proposed to reverse the original time travel experiment. This reversal was theorized to undo the ruptures in the space-time continuum, effectively healing the fractures caused by their initial foray into time manipulation. The plan was groundbreaking, involving the reconfiguration of the time travel device to operate in reverse, essentially retracing the path of the original experiment in the opposite direction. The proposition to reverse the experiment was not without its profound risks and uncertainties. The scientists understood that meddling with the fabric of space-time was a venture into the unknown. There was no precedent for such an operation, and the potential consequences were difficult to predict. Theoretically, the reversal could stabilize the continuum, but it also carried the risk of exacerbating the problem, possibly leading to an even greater catastrophe. Moreover, there was a deeply personal cost to consider. The reversal of the experiment had the potential to erase the apparitions and, more significantly, the scientists' own memories of the events that had transpired since the first activation of the device. They faced the prospect of losing all knowledge and understanding they had gained about the chronophantasma and the future warnings. It was a daunting realization. To sacrifice their memories and achievements for a chance to save reality itself. Despite these risks, the consensus was clear. The experiment had to be reversed. The decision was made not just by the scientists, but in consultation with world leaders and experts across various fields. It was a decision driven by a sense of responsibility towards humanity and the future of the world. Preparations for the operation began immediately. The underground laboratory was once again the center of activity, but this time the mood was one of somber determination. The time travel device was reconfigured under the watchful eyes of the world's best physicists and engineers. Every calculation was checked and rechecked every potential outcome considered. As the day of the reversal approached, the world held its breath. News outlets and social media were abuzz with updates and speculation.
People around the globe waited anxiously, aware that the fate of reality itself hung in the balance. Finally, the moment arrived. The scientists, accompanied by a team of engineers and technicians, initiated the reversal process. The device, now modified for its unprecedented task, word to life, its hum resonating through the laboratory. The air crackled with energy, a tangible sense of something momentous about to happen. The team monitored every parameter, every reading, ready to abort the operation at the slightest sign of anomaly. The tension was almost unbearable as they watched the countdown, each second bringing them closer to the moment of truth. The underground laboratory, the epicenter of a mission with stakes higher than any before, was a hive of concentrated activity and palpable tension. The team of scientists and engineers, aware that they were on the brink of either a monumental salvation or catastrophic failure, initiated the reversal process of the time travel experiment. As the designated hour approached, the machine, a marvel of scientific ingenuity now repurposed for its most crucial task, began to whir into action. Its core, a complex assembly of coils and circuits, hummed with a newfound intensity, pulsating with an energy that seemed to resonate with the very heartbeat of the universe. The surrounding equipment, linked to the machine, displayed an array of readings and data, fluctuating with the increasing activity of the device. The laboratory, usually lit by the sterile glow of fluorescent lights, took on an otherworldly aura. The air seemed to thicken, charged with electricity and anticipation. As the scientists and engineers monitored the process, their faces lit by the glow of screens and the machine's eerie luminescence, a sense of unreality began to take hold. As the machine reached its critical operational threshold, a profound and unsettling phenomenon began to occur. Reality itself, within and around the laboratory, started to warp and flicker. The once solid and immutable walls of the room seemed to undulate, as if they were made of liquid rather than concrete and steel. The equipment and instruments appeared to stretch and compress bending in impossible ways as the laws of physics themselves seemed to be rewritten. Time, the very phenomenon they sought to stabilize, became a malleable entity. Clocks on the walls either raced ahead or slowed to a crawl, their ticking no longer a reliable measure of the passage of seconds and minutes. The scientists' own perceptions of time were affected. Some felt as if hours were passing in moments, while others experienced moments stretched into hours. This surreal landscape was both fascinating and terrifying. The team, though prepared for anomalies, found themselves in awe and disbelief at the scene unfolding before them. They were witnessing the very fabric of reality bending under the strain of their actions, a tangible demonstration of the power and danger inherent in their experiment. Despite the disorienting and unprecedented nature of these phenomena, the team remained focused on their task. The reversal process was designed to reach a specific point of equilibrium, a moment where the ruptures in the space-time continuum would begin to close and stabilize. As they approached this critical juncture, the distortions in reality intensified. The air in the lab shimmered like a heat haze, blurring the edges of objects and people. Sounds were distorted, 
sometimes stretched into long, drawn-out echoes or compressed into sharp, abrupt bursts. The very sense of space was altered, with distances seeming to expand and contract unpredictably. In the midst of this chaos, the team worked with unwavering concentration, their eyes fixed on the readouts and displays, guiding the machine towards its critical objective. The fate of reality itself hung in the balance, dependent on their ability to navigate through these unprecedented conditions and complete the reversal process. The final moments of the countdown were tense and surreal, each second stretching and contracting in the distorted reality of the laboratory. The team, their focus unwavering, watched as the numbers on the machine's display ticked down to zero. As the countdown hit zero, a blinding flash of light erupted from the machine, engulfing the entire laboratory in its brilliant radiance. The light was all-consuming, erasing the warped reality, the distorted shapes, and the fluctuating sense of time. It was a pure, overwhelming white, a canvas upon which the new fate of reality would be written. When the light finally receded, the scientists found themselves in a world startlingly different from the one they had just experienced. The laboratory, once a scene of surreal distortions and temporal anomalies, was back to its original state. The walls were solid and unmoving, the equipment steady and familiar. The air was clear, the strange electrical charge gone. But the most disconcerting change was within the scientists themselves, as they looked around, confusion etched on their faces, it became apparent that their memories of the events that had transpired since the first activation of the time travel machine were gone. The journey they had embarked on, the discoveries they had made, the global crisis they had faced, all were erased, leaving behind a palpable sense of confusion and loss. Yet, amidst this disorientation, a single anomaly stood out. On the main console of the time-travel machine, a message was displayed. It was written in an unknown script, cryptic and undecipherable, yet unmistakably deliberate. The characters were unfamiliar, their arrangement and design unlike any known language or code. This message, a solitary remnant of the events that had unfolded, hinted at a profound truth. The future was still reaching out, communicating in ways beyond their current understanding. The apparitions, the warnings, the global crisis, they might have been erased from memory, but the underlying connection to the future remained. The scientists, standing in the lab with a sense of déjà vu, were unaware of the extraordinary journey they had undertaken. But the message on the console was a silent testament to the fact that their actions had repercussions beyond their current perception. The cycle of events had not been broken. It had been reset. The mysteries of the Chronophantasma, the warnings from the future, and the instability of the time-space continuum were still threads woven into the fabric of their reality, waiting to be uncovered again. As they began to investigate the message on the console, trying to make sense of its origin and meaning, they were unknowingly stepping back into a loop of discovery and challenge. The journey into the unknown would begin anew, with the future whispering its secrets through a veil yet to be lifted.